guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So I'm excited. We are getting into one of the coolest characters in the Old Testament, and his name is Joseph. And it's so awesome. It's one of the probably most well-known stories amongst Christians. So we're not going to spend a lot of time in the stories themselves. I mean, you can read a lot of the chapter headings and get the story. You can go through there. It's great stories. Or you can go watch Andrew Lloyd Webber's Josephine the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. I mean, you could. It's not incredibly doctrinally correct, but, but it's fun. There's a lot of videos you could watch about that. But I want to hit on just a couple of stories here. So you go into chapter 37. In chapter 37, uh, all it says in the chapter heading, it says, Jacob loves and favors Joseph. He is hated by his brothers. So Joseph's 17 at this time. He is the uh, second youngest. We have little Benjamin, but we got Joseph here. And then we got the all of the older brothers at this point. We don't know how old they all are, but they're older than him. Okay, So he's 17 years old. He's a good guy. Um, he's apparently out in the fields. It says in verse 2 that he's 17. He's feeding the flock with his brethren. He was out there with the sons of Bilhah and Zilpah. And Joseph brought into his father their evil report. So they're not really doing what they're supposed to do. And Joseph goes and tells on them. Now, Israel loved Joseph more than all of his children. Now, that's a, that's kind of a hard thing to read, but understanding that, that again, he is the son of Rachel. Rachel was his first love. Uh, Rachel is gone at this point, and so he's hanging on to his boys that are the remnants, the remainders of his relationship with his wife, his favorite wife, we could call her that, uh, Rachel. So it says, because he was the son of his old age and he made him a coat of many colors. Man, we have taken this and run with it. Like I said, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dream Cup. We even here at Bomb Socks, we have created a pair of socks called the Joseph's. Look how bright these things are. So the footnotes actually says, the Septuagint word indicates many colors, but the Hebrew term may indicate simply a long coat with sleeves. In fact, I've even read things where this may have been the equivalent of a like a temple garment almost this is a garment that had been passed on for years generations even from Adam and so again take all of that for what it's worth but it was a coat and it represented Jacob's love for his son Joseph and I imagine it is a reminder of the covenant okay so the rest of the chapter Joseph dreams that his parents and brothers make obeisance to him and his brothers sell him into Egypt again one of the most well-known stories uh, they don't like him and he said, hey guys, I had a dream where you all are bowing down to me. And like, that's it. We're done with you. And so they want to kill him. And Reuben's like, why are we going to kill him? Let's throw him in a pit. And Judah's like, why don't we just sell him? And we can make some money off of this. We can pretend like he's dead. Everything's going to work out great. So they take the coat tear it they kill a goat put blood all over it and they put him in this pit i can only imagine how scared joseph was he's a 17 year old kid and this happens his older brothers do this to him and i don't know what their relationship was like but there appears to be like i said some strain there but they sell him to these ishmaelites that come along and he ends up in egypt they go back they show their dad the coat i can only imagine how rough this was for jacob to be able to just feel the loss here he's already lost rachel 
And here he's lost uh, Joseph now. Little Benjamin, I imagine, he's like, I'm hanging on to this kid for dear life. There's no way I'm letting him go. Well, bringing all this together, you go into chapter 39. So going over chapter 39, and verses 2 through 6, I think, are great verses. And show you, again, I brought up the 90-10 principle yesterday, my little TED Talk thing. And it shows you, again, it's not so much the adversity itself, but your reaction to it. Well, verse number 1, Joseph's brought to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down from thither, and the Lord was with Joseph. That phrase is so cool. And he was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. I love that. The Lord was with him, and they saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. Joseph found grace in his sight. He served him, made him overseer of his house, and all that he had he put into his hand. Verse 5, And it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer in his house, and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. Then you go down to verse number six. Joseph was a goodly person, well favored. And so here, this is one example right here, this first major trial that Joseph goes through, that we see him go through. He's sold into Egypt, he's betrayed by his brothers, but the Lord is with him. And people see that the Lord is with him because you know how difficult that is. I don't know about you. I know sometimes when I'm going through a trial, you kind of wear that trial and you wear it to the point where people know you're going through the trial. I hope I'm not the only one that does that. But um, the uh, the thing that happens is the Lord is with Joseph and people could see that the Lord is with him. I don't think he's just trying to just put on, you know, put on his game face. Sometimes that is kind of what you do. But I guess the question I pose to you is how can the Lord be with you when you are going through this difficult trial? trial. Well, I keep coming back as I read through this story. I keep coming back to that wonderful quote from Russell M. Nelson, our wonderful prophet. This was back in 2016 when he gave this talk. Wasn't even president of the church yet, but this quote is iconic from President Nelson. And many of you know this, the joy we feel has little to do with the circumstances of our lives and everything to do with the focus of our lives. When the focus of our lives is on Jesus Christ and his gospel, we can feel joy regardless of what is happening or not happening in our lives. This quote could be an overarching feeling again of this whole week as we're studying. Um, what's interesting, one of the things I would recommend you to do is take this quote from President Nelson that we've heard, go search it in last conference, in the October of 2021 conference. You're gonna see it quoted at least four times on, on four separate occasions. I would invite you to go back and look through it and see the context of where this quote was brought up and look at the talks and go back and read some of these talks. It's great preparation for our upcoming general conference, but go back and do those. And I think it'll give you some perspective on the trials that you are going through right now. Some of you are going through some rough ones. I get that. And it is hard to put on your game face. It is hard to, hard to be like, okay, the Lord is with me. But if you can do that and people will see that, you can be that example to other people. And other people can be blessed because of the way that you are dealing with your own trials. I really believe that's a true thing. It might not even be about you, this trial that you're going through. It might be to bless other people's lives. So it's important to be able to recognize the focus of our lives on Jesus Christ. And as we do that, I think we will see the Lord with us and other people will also see the Lord with us. And I, I really believe that's a true principle as we're going through these difficult trials in our lives.
If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.